0: Hello and welcome to the Yarniax Podcast. This is episode number 146, which we are recording on Tuesday, August 1st, 2017. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And we're cracking up because the birds are very loud in the background. We're at the Yacht Harbor again because it's a beautiful day. And it just figures as soon as we turn on the microphone, the birds start calling. So <laughs> if you heard laughter in our voices, that was why. Fun day already. We both needed to get out of the house and record. So this is just wonderful. That's great.
1: So Charlene, what are you wearing? I'm not wearing it right now, but what I have been wearing almost, in fact, I think I've been wearing this exclusively all week, is my Donner sweater. Donner is a pattern by Elizabeth Doherty that I have knit twice. And the one that I have been wearing is my silver gray version that when I looked up in Ravelry, I noticed that I had knit it almost exactly a year ago because I finished it in August of 2016. Wow. And the really fun thing about that is that We took the finished object photos for it at the harbor. Right here, yeah. So now we can see that definitely the harbor is our favorite summer recording spot.
0: (laughs) It's one of the few beautiful places in Santa Cruz that during the summer isn't flocked with people and cars. So it's quiet enough to record. It's beautiful. It's peaceful. We're very lucky.
1: And today it's about 10 degrees cooler next to the water than at my house, even though I lived less than a mile away. It was about 10 degrees difference, yeah. and it feels really good to have the cooling ocean breezes. Yeah, there is a nice <laughs> breeze and everything. There is. So how about you, Gail? What are
0: you wearing? So I've been cold in front of my computer working lately, and today my knit of choice was the Magnolia cardigan by Hohe Locatelli. And I knit that several years ago mm-hmm. in a Western skynets single-ply fingering. That was dyed by Kim. And I'm wearing my skirt from Stitches Darn Good Yarn. I it's noticed the, that. Yeah, it's, it's the very wrap cute. skirt. And the skirt has burgundy, purple, kind of gold in it. Lots of different colors, but the underskirt part is purple. And my magnolia sweater is purple that's slightly variegated with browns and it looked so good with this skirt i was like wow those are meant to be together Yay. who knew so that was a fun just coincidental saw it you know just in the closet and thought oh that would actually look cute with that skirt
1: don't you love that when you find something in your wardrobe that you can pair up with something else new and have that new outfit
0: feeling it's true <laughs> and what i'm knitting right now The yarn, it will also look really cute with the skirt. It will. So that was another, it's a new outfit in the making. Yeah. So the sweater I'm knitting right now will end up paired with the skirt at some point. So That new outfit feeling. (laughs) (laughs) There should be a song about that. (laughs) Oh my goodness. What are you stocking lately?
1: I've been stocking a few things. I've been wanting to cast on all the things, so... Naturally, stocking seems to go hand-in-hand hand with that. The first thing that I've been stocking is a fun hat pattern called Clever Anna, and it is by Thread and Circuses. There's no designer name there, just Thread and Circuses. I've never heard of that. <laughs> no, I haven't either. And let's see, I looked at it this morning and noted that she only had... Four patterns on Ravelry, so maybe a fairly new designer. I I'm not really sure, but the clever on a hat is a hat that's knit on the bias, sport weight yarn, and it utilizes yarns with a long color striping or a long color repeat, such as the County wool mm-hmm. that has that very long color repeat. There's There's a few others. Liberty wool.
0: Oh um, yeah. The
1: mochi also Mm -hmm. has the long colour repeats. Unfortunately the mochi, the Crystal Palace mochi is being discontinued. Uh. So that's a bummer because it's always been a popular yarn. But the hat is knit on the bias, like I mentioned, and in on the pattern page it says that it's knit in 20 row sections. So it sounds like maybe a 20 row repeat and you knit around the hat instead of brim to top. So you knit around so you can kind of make the hat as large as you want around in 20 row sections. So it sounds like it'd be 20, 40, 60, 80, that kind of thing. So you can make it fit and then there's a, seam you seam it kitchener it together and it has the stripes just work out really yeah, interesting yeah and yeah. it's very slouchy it looks like you can make it a little oversized and it slouches and you've got these stripes I think you work let's see pulling from yeah pulling from both ends of the same ball that's or how using they get that contrasting gradient I get it and the pattern page says there are only 4 ends to weave in oh. at the end. So that sounds appealing for something that has so much color play in it.
0: Yeah, it's very cute. In... I like
1: the yeah. look of that a lot. Yeah. So I have been to have some county wool sitting in my stash that has been in my stash <gasps> From for stitches
0: or something. How many years ago?
1: A long time. Oh my gosh,
0: like and yeah. at least 8 years. Oh, that long, yeah. I think because I was knitting with mine in France and that was at least eight years ago.
1: See, I need to use it. Wow. You really need <laughs> to use it. Pull it out. I've just never, never found, found right, anything. Yep, that, right project. Yeah. So I may dig it out and make some of these hats. I think they would be cute little charity hats. Oh, very so, cute. Yeah. yeah. So that's the first thing that is again, the clever on a hat by thread and circuses, available to purchase on revelry the second thing that i have been stalking is another shawl it's called the delphinia shawl and it is by amba o'brien and a lot of folks in our group have knit patterns by amba o'brien mm-hmm. she has yes mm-hmm. she has just really interesting color play interesting textures i like the look of many of her shawls this one is a two-colored, top-down, triangular shawl. And the appealing thing is the very open stitch pattern. Yeah, it's very pretty. It's got, I want to say, something that looks like a yarn-over type thing. And lots of people have made it in light, summery colors, so that's very attractive to me right mm-hmm. now. <laughs> it's that here. that open fabric And the light summery colors are very appealing. That is the Delphinia Shawl by Amba O'Brien. And then the third thing that I have been stocking is called the No-Show Socks. Oh, I've seen those. Have you seen these? Now, this is a a new pattern that just came out this month by La Maison Ril. Ril? It's a French. Okay. Yeah, French name. I can't pronounce that, but (laughs) Gail can. (laughs) And it's a shorty summer sock to wear with shoes. So the difference between this and any other shorty sock supposedly is that it's much, much lower so that you don't have the little bit of sock going up your ankle, for example. I have a question about that, though. If you're going to knit a sock, don't you want it to show? I've. Yeah. I don't know. And I'm not sure how comfortable this would be with all shoes. Knitter's discretion must be used, of course. Mm -hmm. But they're very cute. They are cute. And the photo is so appealing because the way that the pattern photo, the main pattern photo... Is taken, it's got one, two, three, four. It looks like five pairs of these stacked on top of each other, some in neutrals, some in brights. And it's just a real,
0: it appealing is a very pretty
1: picture photo.
0: It made me click on it,
1: yeah. And the other appealing thing is that the, depending on the size, of course. The yardage range goes from 120 yards to 197 yards. Yeah. So not Quick-nitch. a lot of yarn, yeah. which means quick. So gift item possibly, but also stash busting item. You can get two pairs from your average sock skein, I would guess.
0: Well, for sure. Especially if you chose to do an alternate color on the heel and toe. Yeah. Then you could totally get exactly. out of a skein. Exactly.
1: Exactly. It's a toe-up construction with a gusset. So for people who like toe-up socks, this might be a fun thing to try. In general, toe-up is not my favorite construction, but I would be willing to try it. I would actually like to try this one just to see what it felt like.
0: (laughs) Just a little
1: sock. I think it'd be cute.
0: You could knit them fairly quickly, too, so it wouldn't be yeah, like a time-consuming
1: experiment. Exactly. Yep. exactly. So that is the No-Show Socks by... La Maison Real is how I'm assuming the last part is spelled. Okay.
0: And that's what I am stocking.
1: Gail, how about you? What are you stocking? I am stocking
0: two things. So I actually succumbed to cast onitis this week, so I wasn't stocking as much because I was knitting a lot. So the two things I'm stocking are one of the two newest sweaters by Elizabeth Doherty. She released two within a few days of each other. And the first one is Brickyard. And it's knit in DK weight yarn. And it has a lot of the features of Elizabeth's designs that I love so much, including her lateral braid, Mm -hmm. its positive ease. It has a beautiful texture at the top. And then it goes into a stockinette stitch And it's just lovely, and I know it's lovely, not only because of the pictures on Ravelry, but because our friend Anne, AG so-and-so, she test-knit it, and we got to see it live and in person. So it is a gorgeous sweater, and I wanted to cast it on right away. I bought the pattern right away. I have stash yarn that I know will work for it, and the yarn has been in my stash for probably at least five years, so (laughs) it will be a beautiful combination. But I haven't cast on yet because of the cast on-itis on other projects. But it's a beautiful, beautiful sweater. And I cannot wait to knit that one. I have quite a backlog now of Elizabeth's patterns that I want to mm-hmm. knit. So it's exciting. Yeah. And the second thing I'm stocking is more of a category. I'm stocking baby blankets right now. Ooh,
1: fun.
0: Yeah. I, I do. I really like knitting blankets, of course. Yeah, I knit them I regularly. Too. And my friend Jorge, who's... He and his wife are having a baby soon. I knit them the sweater and hat when I was in France. And their family, he's Spanish and she's Russian and they live in the UK. So they don't have any family near them. And I just want to shower them with all the (laughs) hand-knit things because their family is so far away. I can
1: tell you must because I remember when you told me you were going to make them a blanket, I said, but wait, you already made them a sweater. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And now I want to make more.
0: So I've been looking at different baby blankets and I'm 99% sure I want to crochet one because crocheting would be different on my muscles and my hands. It goes so much faster. And the one blanket that I think I've narrowed it down to is called the No Holes Baby Blanket. And it's by a woman named Linda Davy. And it's just a very, very simple crocheted 50 rows of basically the same thing. So it would be a very soothing rhythmic crochet. No thought required. I have a large quantity of candy skein yummy worsted in the watermelon mm. colorway, oh, which would yes. be beautiful would. for a little girl yeah. baby blanket. Definitely. So that's going to be on the hook soon instead of on the needles. <laughs> and if I have enough yarn left over, I think I'm going to knit at least one Helena baby sweater by Allison. Oh, I just forgot her name. I don't name. remember. Gill? That can't be right. But I've knit the Helena sweater at least three times, and I love it for a little girl sweater. And I could knit one for Jorge's child. I think what I'll do is I'll knit the Helena for him when his daughter's more like a year old. Yeah, that's a
1: good idea.
0: Because my best friend from high school, her daughter is getting married in two weeks, and she had her baby in November. So I think I want to knit the Helena for her daughter, who will be one in November, so I could knit it for her and then knit another sweater or a Helena for Jorge and his wife later. So I can continue to shower them with hand-knit gifts. <laughs> it doesn't all have to be all right at once, right?
1: No. Exactly. I should no. spread
0: out the love. Yeah. Spread
1: out the love. No, so, absolutely. You can keep the the daughter and hand-knits once a year exactly
0: (laughs) wouldn't that be fun if only the shipping weren't so expensive to the UK you know the baby blanket's going to be heavy so that's going to be it'll be more expensive to ship the thing than the yarn itself but that's what you do when they live far away so the no holes baby blanket by Linda Davey and that is a free pattern on Ravelry so I'm looking forward to crocheting something that's not just a little motif You know, something where you can really get in the groove and get going on it. I know that those granny stripe blankets are really popular right now. And I looked at those, but I don't have yarn in stash that would work easily for that. And I have so much of the candy skein in one color that I just wanted a blanket that would work in one color. And that just lends itself to that rhythmic, don't need to change colors, don't need to think about it
1: type of blanket. So My favorite kind of project. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So, what are you knitting? Well, I have been working on my Hood on the Moon sweater, which is a pattern by Katrine Schneider. Now, I was telling Gail that this sweater is shaping up to be such an awesome hoodie. I know, so awesome! I I'm wish so I had brought it today. I know, to I would show love you to see it because it is just amazing. I absolutely love it. Of course, I love hoodies. So if you like hoodies, I strongly urge you to check this pattern out because so far it has been well written. It's been easy to understand and despite the fact that it has several sections of ribbing, it has not been complicated. It's been more fun than complicated. And for my size, at least the pattern has been error-free. So I'm really happy with it so far and I'm knitting the pattern as written so I could see myself knitting the pattern another time making variations such as maybe a zippered version or I don't know, stripes, who knows? I don't know. Ooh, listen to you talking (laughs) about stripes. I could just see myself making another one. I just, I'm really loving it a lot. So I can't wait to see
0: it because I have two sweater quantities of yarn that would work for it. Yeah. So.
1: And that's the other thing. I think I have several sweater quantities in stash. And it was really fun to knit. It has buttons, right? It does. So it does As, close. as okay. written, it has buttons. But it'd be really easy to convert it to a zipper. You could you could do multiple different closures and have it work. And the hood is really cute. It it's big, it's shaped nice. I haven't obviously I haven't blocked it yet but i think it's going to be are you already really finished nice. with the hood i finished the hood wow but i'm i redid the bottom because the first time i did the bottom of the sweater it was curling too much and granted i didn't block it yet but i could tell it was just curling too much so i ripped it out redid the bottom ribbing with a smaller needle, and made it a little bit longer as well, so I'm hoping that will work. Did you finish the re-knit bottom already? Too? I you actually just started that last night, right? Yeah, I actually have to still bind off. Wow, you're fast! But well, it's not that big, okay. the bottom, but. And does it I'm look really like excited. it's going to not roll it now with looks, the modification? It looks like it, but I can't really tell because it's still on the needles. But I can I can tell that it looks different Good. than the first one did. But we'll know after I get it off the needles. And this one I'm going to just, I'm, I'm probably just going to block it and see what it comes out like before I make any more decisions about redoing it. Cool. Second thing, I also put in a few rounds on my Divi poncho. That's my ongoing project. I worked on it last week at Knitting Guild, and that was the only time I picked it up. And then the third thing that I am working on is something I cast on just last night. It is a shawl called the Ghost Gardens Shawlette by a designer named... Kalene Kinnersley, and she is a new to me designer from Canada. The Ghost Gardens shawl chalette is a fairly simple triangular shawl, and when I say simple, it's that most of the body of the shawl is knit in stockinette with increases. Uh, on the edges. And then there's a lace section at the bottom. And what really got me was the Pico bind off. (laughs) I love me a Pico bind off. So this, I am knitting it in a skein of hand spun that I spun from a Pigeon Roof Studios braid that I Recently purchased. It's a pretty. so pretty. It's very exciting. It's gorgeous <laughs> and it's so soft. Mm, oh my goodness. Very exciting. So that's something new to me knitting with my own handspun Yay! Congratulations. Thank you. So how about you, Gail? What are you knitting?
0: I have a couple new cast ons, actually, three new cast ons since we last podcasted, and I'm super excited about all of them. So, first off, in my hands right now, is the Markley sweater, which is a pullover pattern by Elizabeth Doherty. I had targeted this as a Colors of Fall cast on, and sure enough, I went with it. So I was going back and forth between Brickyard or Markley, Brickyard or Markley, (laughs) but I'd already swatched for Markley. I had everything prepared for it, and I decided... Just do it. it. Do it. Stick with your plan. You can knit Brickyard next. Although Cleo is also on the roster. I was actually reading through the pattern for Cleo last night because apparently my brain still wants to cast on more things. (laughs) But Mark Lee is a beautiful top-down sweater. And it has like I said about Brickyard, all of the features of Elizabeth's designs that I love. It has a lateral braid. It has the very unique shaping that Elizabeth has Mm -hmm. at the top of her sweaters. Typically for the sweaters I've knit, and I know that some of the patterns I have purchased that I haven't knit yet, you cast on for the upper back, you knit down from there and it's a provisional cast on, or you pick up stitches for the top upper back on either side you do shaping for the upper back then you do shaping for the shoulders then you work on the fronts where you also do shaping for the shoulders and the neck and then you join together and do Mm -hmm. more short row shaping so that you have a curved neck and then you start knitting down straight from there Mm -hmm. and there's a lateral braid involved in all that too and I'm to the point now where I don't have to pay as close of attention because the short rows are finished and I'm just catching up with the fronts until they're as long as the back And then you join to knit in the round. At that point, there will be some three-needle bind-off action happening. And then there is a faux side seam in Markley that angles towards... So it starts at your underarms, and it slowly looks like it's angling forward towards your navel. It doesn't come in that far, but in that direction. And it just gives a very flattering side look, you know, a a slimming look to Mm -hmm. the sweater. Super, super pretty. And mm-hmm. I know that there are at least three other people in our group, the Yarniax group, who are knitting the same sweater. One person is knitting it in DK weight, and two people are also knitting it in fingering weight, like I am. And I am using Western Sky Knits Silky Single, which is 30% silk, 70% merino. And I'm using yarn dyed by Heather, and it's her Crimson Night colorway, which is... Somewhat similar to Madeline Tosh Tarte, only way, way prettier. And it has a little bit of the tawny port color in it. So I'm just in love with how this is knitting it up, knitting up. It's amazing. Oh, it's so pretty, <laughs> Heather. You did an amazing job on that this yarn. That color has so much depth to it. It really does. It's, it's just stunning. It's a deep crimson, as the name implies, and it has... Bits of super, super dark to bits of lighter, and it's just an amazing tonal colorway. It's so, so pretty, and I'm loving it. So pretty soon, hopefully by the end of this evening, I will have joined to knit in the round, and that means that I'm catching up with, um, is, she's a couple inches ahead of me. She joined to knit in the round a few days ago, so she's a, a little ways ahead of me. Hopefully Jennifer, who's doing the DK version, is catching up to me because, DK is going to go faster than fingering, so I have to keep ahead of her. (laughs) (laughs) Not that it's a race, but I do want to finish it by the end of the knit along, so I still have a month and a half. Mm -hmm. still have plenty of time. I'll get it done for sure. So that's the Markley fingering weight version by Elizabeth Doherty, which I am loving. And that's the sweater cast on. The second thing I cast on was a shawl, and it's the Outing Shawl by Irene Lynn. It was another project that I had targeted for the knit-along because it's knit... The pattern calls for five colors. I'm only using three. And it's a triangular shawl knit in sport weight yarn. And the three colors I'm using are two Madeline Tosh yarns. They're MM Sport, which I think stands for Mountain Merino. It's one of their unusual mixes that is more a small farm offering that Madeline Tosh does occasionally. Mm -hmm. So I'm using two colors of that yarn. I'm using Scout, which is a pink yarn that has some ballet slipper. It has, it's kind of tonal. So I think it has all three of the light pinks from the Mm -hmm. (laughs) New York and London fall palettes and then the spring palette as well. And I'm also using the ink colorway, which is Navy peony. Now the main color for the shawl is neutral gray, and I'm using Imperial Stock Ranch Tracy Two in the rain colorway, which is a very, very light neutral gray. And there's hardly any tonality to that yarn either, but it's top down. So the main body of the shawl is gray and it has occasional stripes of pink that are done with slip stitches. So it gives it a really pretty almost textured look with some elongated stitches. And then when you get to the border, there's that's where she uses five colors, but I'm only going to be using three, the Scout, the Ink, and the Gray. And then at the very bottom, you border it with the dark color. So it'll be Navy Peony at the border. So I'm cruising along on that. I'm about almost to the point where I get to start the border. Although I think I'm going to make it longer because I have a lot of yarn and it's just going to be a warm, snuggly shawl. Mm -hmm. All three yarns are rustic not rough, but rustic. They're not the smooth single-ply that I'm using the fingering weight for Markley. <laughs> yeah. It's a very different texture in my fingers, mm-hmm. which I love. I love the contrast. And the Imperial Stock Ranch Tracy, too, especially, is very squishy and happy. And just, I love knitting with it because it's just so elastic and just joyful to knit with. <laughs> the Madeleine Tosh yarns are not quite as squishy, but they're also just... They feel so close to the sheep. I mean, there's a little bit of vegetable matter in there, and they're just so fun to knit with. And because a lot of Madeline Tosh colors bleed, I took the precaution of washing, not washing, but soaking the ink color, which is the navy peony. Because I really didn't want to see that bleed into the gray. I would have cried. It would have been heartbreaking. So I soaked it, and it didn't bleed at all. Not a single bit of blue in the water. I had the bathtub partially filled. I put some soak in there, left it in there for 15 or 20 minutes, and I came back and thought, oh, my gosh, it didn't bleed at all. It was stunning. Not a single bit of dye in that water. So I don't know what they did with that batch of yarn, but I'm very happy about it. Interesting, because a lot of times Tosh yarns do bleed. Exactly. They have a reputation. So if you are knitting with a Madeline Tosh yarn, or you're going to, that especially as one of their bright or deep colors, proceed with caution because yeah. they often do bleed, and yeah. it's ruined many a project for people in the past. So just proceed with caution.
1: So good, good precautionary
0: tale. Yeah, and I was so surprised. I have a funny story about that. So fantasy knitting, my fantasy, <laughs> kn- my fantasy knitting life is rich. <laughs> of so, course, of course it of is. Course it is. <laughs> I was fantasy knitting one day, getting out of the shower, and I was you know, you do all the things you put on your face lotion and your hair stuff and this and that. And I went to put on my body lotion and I'm, you know, rubbing it into my skin and thinking, wow, this is really white. I wonder why my skin is so white. And then I realized it kind of doesn't smell like my lotion. What's going on here? Well, because I was fantasy knitting the outing shawl, this is before I cast on, I had actually put leave-in hair conditioner on my (laughs) body instead of my lotion because I was so preoccupied with my fantasy knitting that I wasn't paying any attention to what I was doing. So that was a two shower day. I had to get back in the shower to rinse off the leave-in conditioner from and my bottom. skin
1: was nicely softened. Or slimy, <laughs> one or the other.
0: And then I have one more cast-on. So yes, I was struggling wow. cast-on-itis and I lost. You did so cast-on I know, I never multiples. do that. I'm blaming this on our friend Carol because I hung out with Carol one day and she knit Three or four projects where we spent the afternoon together. Yes, she did. And the rest of us knit solidly on one. One thing. Yeah. yeah. And the next weekend I cast on three new projects. So, Carol, (laughs) it's all your fault. The third thing I cast on was a kit. I don't often buy kits. And this is a kit from Infinite Twist Yarn. And it's the Bifrost kit. And I have seen... Many, many people on Ravelry knit this. It's a scarf, but it's a wide scarf. So it's not quite a stole. And it's a rainbow. It's a gradient rainbow on the bias. And it's just so, so, so pretty. The colors, oh, so vibrant. It's amazing. And Kate of Infinite Twist sent me the kit. And I was just stunned that she sent it to me. And she is our sponsor for this episode. And I told her I would save it and not cast on until August, which is her sponsor month, because I wanted to be knitting it while she was the sponsor. And it was all I could do to I didn't (laughs) wait. I I cast on this weekend thinking, well, I want to have knit a little bit of it before we record so that I can really talk about it. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) I cast on this weekend, and it is so beautiful. So what you get in this kit It's three skeins that look like a gradient. They are a gradient, but it's not one continuous piece of yarn. It's small bits, not small bits of yarn. You can knit about five or six garter bumps for each color before it changes to a new color. And they're gently knotted together in the skein so you can unknot them. And she uses a clasp clasp weft join to join the colors so you don't have to weave in the ends. So when you were mentioning the hat that only has four ends to weave in, this doesn't have any except for
1: the cast on and the bind off. So you're saying you don't have to untie?
0: You do. you, un- oh, you do So it's untie. a little slip knot where uh-huh. they, she joins the colors. You just undo the slip knot and then you use this clasp weft join which is super easy to do and it wouldn't work in cases where you want to make sure the colors aren't mixed together because the colors, I mean, you can see where it happens, but because this is a gradient with smaller chunks of yarn, it doesn't matter. It doesn't oh. change the effect of the project at all.
1: So you untie it and then weave in your ends. You don't
0: weave in the ends. Oh, you don't weave no. in the what you No. I'm not going to try to describe it because <laughs> I won't do it justice. But if you go to the Infinite Twist website, you can click on the class... I can't seem to say it today clasp weft join it's free and I think you get the tutorial of how to do it it's so easy and there are no ends to weave in you just knit them as you go it's fabulous so at first I was thinking oh no I have to figure out how to not weave in the ends but it says right there in the pattern use this technique there are pictures tutorial right in the pattern to do it and the kit in addition to the three balls of yarn the pattern you also get the needle. You also get stitch markers. You also get a tapestry needle. It's a, it's a whole kit. I mean, it's pretty cool. And when I cast on, I cast it on on Saturday, I think, and it took over all my other knitting. I didn't touch <laughs> anything else all weekend.
1: The rainbow colors are they a suck little me in addicting. every time, every yes. time,
0: <laughs> and especially because the yarn bits. I say bits, and that makes it seem like it's a small piece of yarn. The but yarn like said, segments. Segments, thank you, <laughs> are long enough that they suck you into wanting to finish until yeah. the next one. One more. Exactly. One more. It's like one more stripe. <laughs> it's the same phenomenon. And the super interesting thing is if you knit it according to her color scheme, mm-hmm. you start with yellows. It's Well, it's more like a, a burgundy-ish red that goes into oranges and yellows so that's this part of the scarf that I'm working on and Mike the second night I was knitting it he looked at it and he never asks me what I'm knitting never I mean occasionally he'll comment on a finished object or whatever Mm -hmm. but when I'm actually knitting he never asks me what it is or why I'm knitting it usually I tell him probably and that's Mm -hmm. why he doesn't have to ask but he said what are you knitting (laughs) I said oh it's a scarf and he said oh why are you knitting that? What are you going to do with it? And I said, "Well, I'm going to wear it." And he said, "Oh." And I said, "Why do you ask?" And he said, "Those aren't your colors." My husband, of all the people in the world, commented that they weren't my colors. And I said, "Oh, but this is just one end of the of the the project. Look at all these other colors." And I held up the other two skeins and he said, "Oh, I get it." <laughs> <laughs> so it was really bizarre that he noticed. And he's colorblind also, so that he noticed these particular colors that weren't my colors. That's what interesting. I was going
1: to say. He noticed and he's, he's colorblind. He's colorblind. Very
0: odd. But yeah, he actually commented that he just didn't see it as being my colors, but oh. they totally are. It's going to be an amazing project. And I also wanted to comment on the yarn. So this is her Helix base, and I think it's listed in Ravelry as a fingering weight, and it comes with about 700-ish yards, I think maybe even more than that. And the yarn is so unique. So I'm knitting with single ply silk merino base. Mm -hmm. I'm knitting with sport weight rustic yarn. And then I'm knitting with the helix, which has texture to it. It's applied yarn. And I think it's the amount of spin that's in the yarn. So you feel it running between your fingers and there's texture and it feels really good. It's not like a squishy type of yarn, like the super elastic Tracy 2 I'm knitting with, but it has a really just rich texture to it. I'm really enjoying knitting it. So I have all these three different textures that I'm knitting with at the same time.
1: I have a skein of one of her yarns and it almost has like a hand spun quality to it, that texture.
0: It totally does. It totally does. And it has a hand spun look to it as well. So I'm really enjoying that project. And as I said, Kate is our sponsor. Infinite Twist is our sponsor for this month. And no creative person wants to waste their most precious resource, their time, on an unsuccessful project. Infinite Twist takes the guesswork out of yarn and color selection by providing What You See is What You Get knitting kits featuring visually striking hand-dyed colors. Whether you're a beginner or an advanced knitter, our kits make your life easier and save you money. Say goodbye to hunting for the right size needle only to find it's occupied by another project, or having to buy an entire skein to get a tiny amount of a necessary accent color. We even offer free shipping worldwide on all orders above $30. We're offering a special deal for Yarniac's listeners through the end of September. 20% off all in-stock kits when you use code YARNIAC at checkout. Please visit us today at infinitetwist.com. And of course, I went to infinitetwist.com <laughs> as soon as we, I saw the discount code. There's a kit she has called Gradient Angles. It's a shawl by Jan Hamby, who, or Hambly probably. Really cool. It's a really cool, like, mirrored, I'm not even going to try to describe it, but it's a really cool triangular shawl with her gradient kits, or I think you can do it in her tonal kits as well. It's super pretty.
1: I was looking at the website as well, and... All of the kits are really pretty. Yeah, I agree.
0: All right, so that's a mess
1: of what we're actually knitting. What have you finished? (laughs) So I don't think I've actually finished any knitting projects. I've finished two spinning projects, though. One of them was the Pigeon Roof Studios. uh, It was a braid that I purchased that I mentioned before that I cast on for my shawl. It's a... 80-20 Polworth silk blend in the color Golden Pansies. So lots of yellow and lots of purple. And one thing interesting that I've noticed about myself when I'm looking for something to spin is that for some reason in spinning, I don't, I'm not only drawn to the purples and the grays, which is what I like to knit with in spinning. I'm kind of drawn to all different colors. (laughs) That's really got to be free. So that's kind of cool that I'm, I'm looking at different colors and thinking of the spinning as a project in and of itself, as opposed to the means to an end knitting project. So that's kind of interesting. It's a different, different way of thinking and I'm enjoying being attracted to all colors.
0: So. I'm enjoying watching
1: you and Carol learn to spin <laughs> and I'm enjoying knitting with it. This is it's coming out. It's so pretty. It almost looks like a gradient. It does kind yep. of. It's very but, beautiful. Yeah. Lots of purple, lots of yellow and well, okay, so it does have purple, but it does have yellow. It's got a little bit of orange, a little bit of pink. That That's purple is not the It's not dominant predominantly color, purple, no. yeah. And then the second thing that I finished spinning was a Western Sky Knits gradient. And my big achievement knitting that was that I learned to do something called chain plying, where you take a singles and you basically crochet it into a three-ply yarn. That was fun to attempt and do. So I <laughs> just got really, really big.
0: I'm trying to envision how that works. And all I can imagine is actually crocheting all those plies together. Basically, that can't be you ha- do
1: it with your hand. You just pull really? it through a loop as you're as you're plying. That's wow. an interesting technique. So those are the only two things I've finished. How about you, Gail? Wow. What have you finished? I finished my confadement, which is
0: my <laughs> combination confetti, but pavement, man. and so faded. And, oh my gosh, I love it so much.
1: I think I knit the sleeves
0: four times. Or I think knit so, four but, sleeves. Yeah, you knit yeah. four
1: sleeves. You should have brought that today to show me, and I should have brought my hood on the moon sweater
0: to show Well, you. I finished it, and I haven't even woven in the ends or blocked oh, okay. it. So I was going to bring it, but I just haven't made it to the actual yeah. final finishing yeah. stages. But I ended up knitting the sleeves more than I should have because the pattern, as written, has... Three quarter ish length sleeves mm-hmm. that are wide at the end. So well, I just which co-
1: pattern sleeves.
0: Oh, good question. Confetti, <laughs> the confetti pattern sleeves. Okay. They are not fitted sleeves. They're pretty wide. So I was following the same level of decreasing as the the confetti pattern has you do. Okay. So at the end, they were gigantic. So okay, rip it out. Do it again
1: because. Gail is doing a mashup of three patterns. Yeah. I don't know if you said that. I did. You yes. did. Okay. <laughs> so again,
0: just in case, confetti and pavement, both by Vera Valimaki, and so faded by Andrea Mack. Okay. it was a mashup you did of say the that. three. Sorry. Yeah, and but I made it tunic length, and I did make the sleeves extra long. So mm. when we oh, last okay. recorded, I were was vacillating undecided. on that. Yeah. yeah. So I did do them extra long, and I'm so glad I did. Oh, it's just adorable. It's such a cute sweater. And of course, it's far too warm to wear it now, but I can't (laughs) wait until it's cold (laughs) enough to wear it because it's so pretty. All the colors and the way it worked together and the way it fits. I'm just so, so happy. And I'm so proud of myself because I did a mashup. Yeah, I didn't just follow a pattern. Specifically, word for word, like right. I usually do. I stepped out of my comfort zone. I changed the way the increases happened on the confetti because I wanted to move them, and that worked. And everything I tried worked really well. And I'm so pleased with myself. I'm and like you a ended little up kid. With something you love. I love it. Oh my yeah. gosh, I love it. So super, super happy with that finished object, and that's all I finished. Although to say that's all I finished is crazy because that, that was, was a, a lot big project. of yarn. Yeah. yeah. That was a
1: big problem, and it's a big sweater. I it mean, it's is. tunic length, so it's it's long.
0: It's a line, so you're increasing the amount of yeah, fabric as that's you go true down. Too. It's tunic length. It has a really wide garter border at the bottom, and I knit extra long sleeves. So I had so much yarn. I thought, why not? Why
1: not? Yeah, use it I up, use it up exactly. man.
0: And I still have a lot left over because my turquoise was a six hundred yard skein, and I had two skeins of one of the speckled colors. So I do have a whole, almost a whole skein of that left and probably a third of a skein approximately of the turquoise, but still, I mean, that's a lot of yarn that used up a lot of yarn. So super happy, (laughs)
1: super happy. So Gail and I have something fun to give away this month. We were contacted by the lovely folks at Jimmy Beans Wool Jimmy Beans Wool is a very large yarn store in Reno, Nevada. Twenty-two thousand square it's feet. It's massive. I I've believe, been in the warehouse. And it's massive. Is what they they say, including the warehouse space where you can visit. Also, it's uh, amazing to my understanding. Yeah. So we were
0: contacted. And by... they're an online store as well. Yes, they and they are. have great customer service. I order from them all the time.
1: Okay, so so Jimmy Beans Wool has a fun event coming up. They are doing bus trips from the East Bay area of San Francisco Bay area up through Sacramento and up to the store located in Reno. So for the folks who are located along that route, which is Highway 80 from the East Bay area up through Sacramento, up into Reno, we are giving away two trips on the bus now what's the bus you ask (laughs) bus will leave from fremont with a stop in roseville with the ultimate destination to arrive approximately four hours later at the jimmy beans location in reno once there you get to have lunch you get to shop in the store and warehouse there will be a class There will be an independent dyer, Jenny Hewlett, the owner of Fiberspates, and Rachel Coopie, a sock designer. They will both be on the bus. There are fun and games on the bus while you are traveling to the Jimmy Beans Wool destination. Our trip that we are plugging today is for the September bus tours. I know they're having one in August this month as well, but the September one, like I said, the pickup and drop off spots will be in Fremont and Roseville. And the date is Saturday, September 9th. So for those of you local who are interested in attending this event, we are giving away two spots on the tour bus. If you would like to enter in this drawing and you are sure that you can attend on Saturday, September 9th, it's going to be an all-day event. You will have to get yourself to one of the pick-up and drop-off spots and get yourself home, of course, from there. But your ticket on the bus and all of the fun events that are included will be a prize.
0: Yep. So two people (laughs) and the two knitlet chicks, Barb Mm -hmm. and Tracy, are going on the first one. Yes. Which is coming up very soon. So if you want to hear all about how much fun it is before you (laughs) enter the drawing, go to the two knitlet chicks group and check out their thread about it. So I know they gave away a seat. And unfortunately, Charlene and I can't go that weekend, so we're giving away our two spots and hopefully i mean it sounds like it'll be a really really fun trip so
1: it's, it sounds really fun and gail and i we we were having trouble with this because like we said we have other commitments and we can't make it but we really wanted to we really so. want to <laughs> <laughs> so we want to share the love and have
0: so, some, yes, other people exactly. go on our spots so. exactly there's also a yarn swap they're gonna swap oh, yarn right. yes. there's of course a swag bag there are i think she said yarny prizes. And it's just going to be all around fun. So I'm sorry, we can't go, but other people will get to enjoy the fun.
1: Yeah. And then of course the trip there and back hours of uninterrupted, of uninterrupted, knitting. uninterrupted knitting time oh my Gosh, <laughs> <Uninterrupted> <laughs> while you let somebody else do and there, the
0: driving. There is a bathroom on the bus. And from what I read in the two Knitlet lit chicks group, you can also Bring alcohol to drink on the bus if you have your own alcohol to bring. So oh, they were already okay. talking about bringing wine and things wow. like that. So if you so are so inclined, and it just sounded like it was going to be
1: fun. It's a moving party, a, a exactly, yarn party, a moving yarn party. Yes. So we will have a thread in the Ravelry group, and if you are available and would like to put your name. <laughs> Sorry, in Sorry, I'm interrupting you.
0: There is a squirrel going around the trunk of that tree. It is just... It's, he's very industrious. He's industrious and he's hysterical. He just keeps zipping around and around and around and, <laughs> and up and down and he keeps staring at us. So, I could hear him. Yes, he's him very down. entertaining. So I'm sorry I interrupted the end That's of okay. the drawing, but I just couldn't That's not okay. laugh that loud.
1: I, I think I've, I've got it all. So Check our Ravelry group to enter and we hope that... A good time will be had by all.
0: Yep. And check the dates. We'll have dates posted for when we will end the drawing and announce it. We'll announce it on episode 148, I believe, which will be about a week before. Yeah. And,
1: and I will earburn Jimmy Beans in the thread as well so that if anybody has questions, we can ask the source.
0: Yeah. And she's been really cool about answering questions in good. the two Lit Chicks group. Good. So. Okay. You can tell I've been stalking this whole trip, you know, <laughs> wishing that I could go. So I'm keeping myself up to date. God, that squirrel is hysterical.
1: <laughs> it just zipped, 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 zipped in. It moved so quickly. Okay. So Gail and I like to talk about Ravelry every few months and share with you maybe a couple of tips or tricks or features that you may or may not be aware of and today I'm going to go first,
0: and this is not something new to Ravelry, and we've even talked about it on the podcast before, but it's something I use all the time, and it's the yarn ideas for a pattern. This came up recently in our thread because Inez, Edler 007, just finished a Deshane sweater by Leila Rob, and it's beautiful, and the sweater itself called for and Company Kestrel yarn, which is a Hundred percent linen tape yarn that is really really heavy. It's
1: very heavy. Very heavy.
0: And lots I lots of drape. The, yeah, lots and lots of drape. <laughs> and I really don't want to knit with that yarn. I don't care for it and I don't want to knit with it. And so when Inez posted her finished sweater, I commented on how beautiful it is, but I'd have to stock other projects because I didn't want to use the pattern yarn and she said, oh, I didn't use it either because I didn't want to invest in that much if I wasn't gonna wear the sweater. Go check out the yarn ideas because other people have used other yarns. Well, there's another example. So any project or pattern on Ravelry, you can click on the pattern page and in the upper right, there are the different tabs. You can see projects, yarn ideas, comments. If you click on the yarn ideas tab, it will show you all the different yarns that have been used to knit or crochet that project. So you can actually click and see the projects that have been knit in the other yarns. Very, very handy if you are looking to substitute a yarn for a given project. So I use that feature all the time, and it had just come up just yesterday or the day before. So I thought it was a very timely thing to mention because <laughs> not everybody knows it's there. So
1: it might be it's funny too. Well... <laughs> So you're telling me you like that sweater? I do. Okay. I don't know how we both... We've never talked about this sweater, but this didn't make my stocking notes either. But I was stocking that sweater today. Are you serious? Yes. Oh my gosh, we're so spooky. I was stocking that exact sweater today trying to decide what other yarn I could use for the same reasons as you. Yeah. And trying to decide if I could knit that sweater possibly in a fingering weight yarn, let's say. Yeah,
0: I, okay, we're gonna have to explore that yeah. because I don't want a big, heavy linen exactly. cotton sweater. I really exactly. don't. And
1: I did use the yarn ideas let's to see! see if anybody had knit it, and I didn't think anybody had knit it in a lighter gauge yarn, like fingering weight. I don't think so. Weight. But it's so oversized that I'd be willing to give it a try. Oh, you're going to be the guinea pig. I don't know if I am or not, because in terms of wearability, I think it might be something that I would only perhaps wear in the warmer months. So I don't know if we're coming, we're coming into the end of the summer and I might be more inclined to knit heavier weight sweaters right now. Yeah, that makes sense. Or at least casting a heavier weight sweater in the next month or two but I just thought it was funny that you had stocked that I apparently I stocked it too and we didn't talk about it and neither of us put it in our stockings. no we didn't right? <laughs> and it could be
0: just the fact that Inez did just finish one so we probably both saw it yeah. and thus it yeah it led to I, us I both just looking keep at it. seeing that sweater yeah, pop too. up
1: everywhere yep. it's often in the hot right now which there is unusual been, because it's been out for many, many months. And there so. have been a lot of finished dust chains in on Instagram. Oh, maybe that's why. I think maybe because this the pattern came out several months ago, people maybe are, finishing are now it finishing now. it. Oh, I don't know. Uh. I just keep seeing it popping up. Okay. So I find it. Interesting and yes, humorous that we were both stocking it without telling each other and without putting it in our stocking set. Yeah, it's just like us to be doing <laughs> something like that. So, the thing I thought I would mention is the tools button, which is on the bottom of a forum page. So, if you go into any forum, not the first landing page where you see however many forums you have listed and you see all the different ones. But if you go into a forum, so into a forum means where the comments actually are. So what I would
0: call a thread. Into the thread.
1: Yes. That's a, thank you. And so if you go scroll all the way down to the bottom of a thread page on the very bottom right of any thread page there is a little tab it's not a tab it's a push button A Menu. button with a little gear on it to symbolize tools in the tools you will find go to post number one go to first unread post both of those I think are self-explanatory The next one is Watch Thread. Now I wanted to mention Watch Thread because this one can be very useful if you, for example, are looking for help with a specific pattern and maybe you've gone into the designers group or a group that perhaps you aren't a member of or a group maybe that you are a member of, but that you don't check up on regularly, you can click the watch thread and it will be added to your watched list. Why is that useful? So that you can then look at your watched lists and see if any new messages have popped up in that thread. So a couple uses for that. Number one, like I said, if perhaps you want to follow a thread that's in a group you aren't a member of, or maybe a thread that isn't very active but is only occasionally active, you can watch it. And then without having to check each forum or each group, you can then just go to your one watch
0: page oh I can think of an instance for that right now so there are different weird groups not weird but <laughs> unusual groups in Ravelry like clogs knitters who wear yes. clogs or yes. the namaste which is discontinued but you might still want to find oh, a bag right. or yeah you right. could, or a discontinued yarn you could go to that thread select watch thread and then anytime something came up for destash, yeah you would see it
1: yeah that's brilliant and so I think that's useful so in if you let's see there's the forums tab on the top of Ravelry that's in the green bar that's at the top and within the forums tab the first item is go to forums, the second one is my posts and then the third one down is watched threads. If you click on that then you see a list of all of your threads and you can see exactly how many unread messages there are. So basically at one glance on one window you could see all the threads that you're interested in if you choose to use that feature in that way oh that's cool it is pretty cool and I don't use it often enough because a lot of times I find myself now where was that
0: Mm -hmm. comment
1: and what I should do when there's something important like that that I want to remember is maybe mark the thread So I can go back and see responses. Well, I can go do that to the two knitlet chicks, Jimmy Beans. There you go. Yes. (laughs) I don't have to
0: keep clicking over there. I can just look in my active forums.
1: Yeah. So that's watch thread. That's the third option. The fourth option is ignore thread. If you find a thread that's completely offensive to you, for example, but is in a group, that you are a member of or active in, but you just don't ever want to see that thread again. You can ignore a whole thread. Oh, wow. The next one is mark unread. And the one after that is mark all read. So mark unread is if you come to a post that you want to read again, for example, for some reason, so you're reading it at work and you want to make sure you check it out at home or something, you can mark it as unread so that you'll be sure to, go back to it the next time you're at a computer and mark all red can be useful for example, those threads that just move at lightning speed and you know, you can't ever catch up. And you know, I don't use that, that trick. <laughs> and you know, you just want to cut your losses and jump in anyway. You can use the mark all red. Pretty cool. Yeah. So those are some interesting little tips, some interesting little tools, I should say, that you can use. Yeah, that's really neat. I love it. Yeah. And did you have another one? I have two quickies. So
0: one thing that, again, is not new to Ravelry at all, but on the patterns page in Ravelry, on the left-hand side, about halfway down, there's a list of patterns you've recently visited. And I love that because sometimes... When I'm clicking through and not really paying attention, I'll hit on a project and then bounce off of it and go look at something else. And then <laughs> not remember the name of the project i had just been looking at. And guess
1: yeah. what? Revelry remembers for you. I love that feature. I use that in my stocking all the time. Because when I am stocking, you look at so many things. And, of course, you don't remember the names of all those patterns. But you think, oh, there was that shawl that shawl and that I, shawl yeah yes, and that I shawl. can't remember so I am able to go to my history page
0: yep and it's cool also for looking at Shane yesterday or the day before I had looked at a lot of other things and I thought oh, I wish there was an easy way to just go back to that pattern page and not have to click the back button a million times well you can just go to the pattern page yeah. and then look it's in your history yeah. and boom there you are yeah so that's a cool one. And then this is something else that came up in our group recently. So I assume that a lot of people who use the computer every day know about links and all these things, but not everybody uses the computer every day like I do, and not everybody is familiar with links. So a given picture in Ravelry, oftentimes, not always, but oftentimes that picture in a thread, in a post in a thread, is linked to someone's actual project project or to a pattern page in Ravelry. So you can often click on a picture and it will take you directly to that person's project or to the pattern page. And this person didn't know that, so that's something you can do in Ravelry. And you can also link your own pictures in Ravelry. So if you are, for example, the Colors of Fall Knit Along thread that we have going right now, if you wanted to put a picture of your work in progress, the project you're knitting for the Knit Along right now, If you have uploaded a picture into Ravelry, and you're typing in your post, all you need to do is click on the little Polaroid picture icon Mm -hmm. that's in the toolbar at the top of your post, and it will open a little window that gives you options for uploading pictures into that particular post. And one of the options is use a project or stash photo. So it will actually show you all the pictures you've uploaded to Ravelry recently. And you can just click right on that picture yeah. it adds it to your post and not only is that easy for you to do but other people can then see your project and they can click on that picture to go look at your project if yeah. they want to so it's really easy to add a picture to your post and we love to see pictures i think we do. everybody <laughs> on Ravelry loves to see pictures so oh, we do it's that easy to add them Everyone enjoys it. You get to show off your knitting or your crochet, mm-hmm. and then people can go stock your stuff and see all the other beautiful things that you've knit. Because that's the rabbit hole you get into, right? You click, sure is. you go to their project, and then you want to see all the other pretty projects they've done. And then before you know it, you're looking at your stash to see how you can knit that particular project, and then you're looking at yarn ideas, and yeah, that's and then how you it goes. click a
1: designer, and you go off and see what else mm-hmm. they've designed, and yeah. <laughs> that's what Ravelry does a Ravelry Ravelry. <laughs>
0: thank so you you're welcome <laughs> those are the the fun little things that I use frequently on Ravelry and thank you for the tools menu tip because I've looked at that before but I've never actually used it so oh, okay I like the the watch thread idea yeah, because that's I a good that. shortcut
1: I love that and I don't use it as often as I should because I forget about it
0: <laughs> and are you actually stocking yarn I right am. now for DeShane. She <laughs> she's on the yarn idea page for DeShane right now. <laughs> that led me to be stocking the Juniper Moons farm yarns yesterday. And yeah, it's a rabbit hole that I went down. That oh, I, Okay, so this yeah. is how I bring myself back to reality and ravelry lately. Because I'm trying to enjoy my stash. And I'm trying to enjoy my pattern library. When I get on these tangents, I click back to my own cue. And I remember Mm. the things that I have in my queue that are matched with a sweater quantity or other quantity of yarn that I already have. And then I get back to, oh, look at my pretty yarn. And it brings me right back to reality. (laughs) It's my new trick. I've been using it for a couple weeks now. And it's actually led to me stocking less, too, because I'm enjoying what I already have. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah. There we go. Ravelry in a nutshell. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. And thank you for still participating in the Colors of Fall Knit Along. I finally put up all the prizes. We have beautiful prizes. There are yarn and project bags and all sorts of beautiful things. And thank you, everybody, who has donated. We always appreciate it. It's so thoughtful and considerate and generous. And we love seeing the projects in action. There are at least 25 Finished objects already, and we have until September 22nd, I think. So I'm super excited. Yeah. Yep. Keep on knitting. Keep on posting some pictures for us. And thanks for listening. And happy knitting. Happy knitting.
1: Bye. You can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniax Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniax.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniax podcast podcast Ravelry group my Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gaily Whaley you can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gaily Whaley